here's what I think is wrong with a lot of different SDR sales sequences. Um, so let's let's consider the psychology of a cold email, right? A majority of SDR sales sequences will start out with something like 4x your placement rate, for example, which is a, a statistic which may be true and is true from your customer data, but it's not compelling because the person in the email inbox is not quite at that stage yet where they're willing to accept statistics from you on the efficacy of your product as it relates to improving the performance of their teams. Um, because they don't know who you are. They don't know you as an SDR. They don't know you as an expert. They don't know you as a source of um, relevant information that they think is valuable. So what a lot of SDR sequences do is they jump straight to selling the product and that just isn't a very effective way to start a communication, um, which is what SDRs are really trying to do. Um, so instead, I think the approach you want to take is um, you start off with your SDR sequence with, hey, uh, Jim, um, I we've been research we've been compiling data and research from McKenzie IDC as as well as other leading information data services. Um, I'm, I'm ad libbing this, so excuse me, but you you first have to sell your expertise to your um, to your audience and sell yourself as a expert that has valuable insights and information that can help them. And one good way of doing that is by positioning yourself as someone that has done more research than they have time to and is more educated on the matters uh, at hand that they care about than they have time to become educated about because they're uh, running operations, they've got teams to lead, and they haven't spent hours like like the marketing teams that support SDRs have and the content teams especially um, reading and educating themselves about issues in the market. And um, so I think really the first email should be one, like we got this data from these reputable sources, right? Uh, about how to solve problems that we think you're experiencing in three different core areas, uh, strategic areas of um, your your operations. And I think a great way to deliver that would be with a, uh, a video link in your email. So you got the email, then they click out to a video. Um, and you as the SDR, just like, hey, you know, we've got these great resources, we've compiled this data from these institutions, um, and my objective right now is to help you uh, by providing you with actionable information to, uh, you know, prove to you that I can deliver value to you and your organization and that it is worthwhile for you to communicate with me. Um, but one thing that would be very helpful for me to give you the most value I can right now is to know like which one of these three areas are you struggling with the most um, and then have some sort of form or just a uh, indicator like a checkbox indicator underneath that the person can go like then check like okay I'm struggling with digital transformation or I'm struggling with like my recruiters uh, not having enough time um, so now you have positioned yourself as someone that is there to actually help them and guide them to information that they'll find helpful from reputable sources. So you're creating value right away instead of uh, asking for something, 
which is uh, never a good way to open up like uh, a communication or uh, a relationship by asking for something. So you always have to give that value exchange for things to be effective. So after you found out like, hey, you know, okay, they need more information, like they're, they're struggling with their recruiting teams not having enough time, like boom, okay, you know exactly what type of content now you need to deliver to them. So the rest of your emails are just about following up on that promise of creating value for them. So now they're peak, you've piqued their interest as an expert source of information. Now you provide them with actual good information in a digestible format, and now you've created a, a good relationship with them, right? Now they're like, oh, okay, this person is actually like helping me out. They're not just here on their own agenda. They're here to support my agenda, and they want to find out what my agenda is. And they haven't mentioned their product at all. Like, this is pretty great. Um, that's creating like a much more positive buyer experience, right? Because you're there to support them as the buyer um, with their problems in, in their day-to-day -day life and who doesn't want help with, their, with the problems they're experiencing at work. Um, so eventually what happens is with the marketing content that you're, that you're giving to them, you can start to transition the conversation from like, okay, you know, we've identified your problem, like we've shared these strategies with you to help solve your problem. Um, have you been implementing these strategies? What's holding you back? You see the value in these strategies. Um, now you're really doing discovery and it's at that point that you start to share, um, you know, information like, hey, let's let's go and transition to, to a call because I have a few ideas that, you know, really are going to help you with this specific problem that we've really discovered, given you information about, and that are just going to solve it for you. So now you transition to the call and now you're talking about your, your product and how it can help solve that specific problem for them. And um, after that, you transition over to the demo and then the, the account executive can take it from there. But I think using a sequence like that that seeks to give value from the beginning and is really buyer-centric and buyer-focused is much more effective than the standard uh, sales emails you see. Um, one of the big reasons uh, I think this is happening is I think there's a trend happening in the world that's been happening for a while, and that is that the purchasing process is actually controlled entirely by the buyer. Um, in the past, uh, buyers needed salespeople to get product information and evaluate uh, products and their decisions, and so the salesperson controlled the process because it just wasn't information just wasn't available so readily on the internet. And um, competitors weren't as easy to find, so it was just harder to know about stuff. But now buyers are more educated more than ever, and they're just not responsive anymore to uh, sales outreach um, like they used to be. So really what we need to come in and do as a marketing and sales org is to support the buyer along their buyer's journey, even in our SDR outreach communications, because that is really what's going to drive uh, you know, lead and sales pipeline for us in a more effective manner. And it's going to build relationships and it's going to build brand in a positive way. Um, because I don't know about you, but every time I get a SDR type standard sales email from a company, it just turns me off the company entirely. I usually unsubscribe immediately, um, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, for example, uh, you know, HubSpot recently, I had an SDR reach out to me several times on LinkedIn after I told him like, hey, you know, we're using Pardot. We're not looking to transition. Uh, you know, we just can't. Uh, it's taken us a long time to get up and running with Pardot, and it'd just be insane to try to transition over to a different system. Not that HubSpot's not a good system. I've used it before. But 
that right there, um, you know, that's obviously not a qualified or interested buyer, but he continued to follow up with me. And now that created a bad impression for HubSpot in my mind, in my subconscious. And uh, that's, that's not good, you know? Um, that's really not good for your brand long term because let's think about HubSpot. Like at some point in my career, uh, you know, if I, uh, you know, continue to progress, which that's up to uh, up to God, and uh, you know, if I luck is a forced culture, so I, I think I can I can say that I will likely continue to progress as long as I continue to put in work. Um, but at some point, I'm going to be making a decision around the CRM that we're going to be using at the startup that I am re- leading marketing in, and. At that point, um, because buying a product, uh, as much as we like to think that it is a very conscious, logical, and rational decision, there's a great part of it that is subconscious, illogical, and not rational at all, but emotional. And that is where brand comes into play. And the reason brand is so important is because um, you don't really know what a product is until you've bought it, implemented it, and uh, used it, right? So until then, you only know marketing, sales, and demos and what they say the product is. So a large part of the conception uh, that you have about the product's efficacy and the company's trustworthiness is based on your unconscious. And your unconscious is largely emotionally based. And these brand interactions that create negative emotions are steering you subconsciously away from that brand. And that's really what's happening in the brains of buyers. So sending out bad SDR emails can actually do a lot of damage to your to your brand. Um, and it's really important that startup companies get this right. 